0: so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: You don't wait for it. You make it. You make it happen. There is no, I'm waiting on anything. If you're waiting on it, that could be forever. And so the slingshot mindset was most people are standing still and they're just waiting around. I said, no, my comeback is the more steps I take back, the more I'm preparing to launch myself. That's Christopher Gilbert.
0: And he, like a lot of us, had a really rough last year, but he was able to change his mindset, realize his own greatness, and use a slingshot mindset, something that you can do too. He's a super inspirational guest, and I can't wait for you to hear this week's episode of Rigs Off the Radio. It's Mental Health Monday. Let's go. Mental Health Monday is an informational podcast and should not be used to replace the. Specialized training and professional judgment of a healthcare or mental health care professional. Mental Health Monday can't be held responsible for the use of the information provided. Please always consult a trained mental health professional before making any decision regarding treatment of yourself or others. Self-help information and podcasts and information on the Internet is useful, but not always the substitute for professional assistance. Unless otherwise noted, guests of Mental Health Monday are not doctors or licensed in any way. Our hope is to make a connection with you and be more open and honest about everyone's mental health. Thanks for checking it out. Enjoy the podcast. Positivity recognizes positivity. So when I came across Christopher Gilbert on Instagram, an incredibly talented artist, choreographer, dancer, and musician who uses his craft as a form of self-care, not only for himself, but for the betterment of others. He's creating change in the community, and he has an impressive resume, and he's just getting started. We'll talk about how we use the downtime during COVID to self-reflect and come out better and stronger than ever. We'll hit on some of the things he's learned in therapy, the limitations we put on ourselves, being different, being judged for who you are. It's just a good talk this week. You can totally tell why he's a motivational speaker as well. The dude just oozes focus, determination, and positive energy. My guest this week for Rigs Off The Radio on Mental Health Monday, Christopher D'Angelo Gilbert. Indeed, And I have done some research into you and mm-hmm. you've done some cool stuff. I mean, you've done a few things, a few, things. A few. Well, whether it's on stage with the chain smokers, which was pretty that cool. Happened.
1: Yeah. That was a thing.
0: Yeah. You were in the uh, music video with Webster X that just dropped earlier Indeed. this year. Yeah. Huffy, which
1: was cool. The album's um, coming.
0: Yeah. You did the choreography for black nativity. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I'm, like, yeah, there's a few things. Yeah, let me go through your resume. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yo Gabba Gabba live. Grand answers leader. at the, oh, my the God. Yeah. Bucks. All this stuff.
1: Yeah. I'm a, I guess I think before we jumped into it, as I was saying I'm a homebody so yeah. if it's got to do with the home team I will represent um, I played every position before I've been a starter I've been on the bench I've been the water boy so you know if it's to get us all to the top and make sure we get sure. You know, to where we need to be as people and in our growth um I'm the best team player that comes. Yeah. You now, know? That there love, is you've kind of taken your
0: arts and your craft, which is choreography and dancing, mm-hmm. and you've turned that into a, a beautiful form of self care for yourself, <laughs> and using it for others as well. Yeah. Because you just finished something at Dominican High School as well, where you were working with a bunch of kids, yeah, and yeah, helping them do a big dance routine as well. So, right, when did you know that dance was the thing for you? Like, how did you? How when did that become an outlet for you for self
1: care? My mom uh, is an advocate for self care and positivity and um, embracing other people's greatness. So um, she worked in NPS for 25 years. She started at Washington High School. Then she went to middle school to Lincoln Center of the Arts and then she went to Elm Creative Arts for All elementary. Right. So she went from the top of the chain down to the, the, the little ones. So I've watched her from day in and day out. As you know, some workers, depending on what the job is, going early, come home late. <laughs> Uh, make sure kids have something to eat if they need a place to stay. Um, she used to pick people up from off the bus stop, like when I was a kid, which is kind of a crazy thing to think about, but it was like those little things. Uh like, okay, if you're a person that cares enough and everybody can be that way, this is what it looks like. Yeah. So before I realized what it really was and what she was doing, it was instilled in me from day one, sure. from just being um, in the same room, witnessing it, seeing it at home all the time. So I knew, I was like, okay, I'm connected to dance. She had a big involvement in that. She allowed me to be as creative as possible with it. But then also I knew that there had to be, there was some other layer to it uh, with how you care for people and, mm-hmm. and how you create spaces for people to feel more like themselves. And so I knew, I was like, at some point in my life, I gotta find a middle ground to where these both can connect. Cause you can do steps for days, you can teach people, you can do all that stuff. But then something I realized a long time ago is like, you know you might come to a dance class of mine and that's that's cool right yeah now you may not remember a step once you leave but what you will remember is how I made you feel that's a Maya Angelou right there yeah you know what I mean like mm-hmm. that's a powerful thing so I was like man you got to make that count more so than a two-step yeah because the two-step is not forever but who you are as a person that'll last forever right so for me yeah it was like high school freshman year 14 is when I started to take it like serious and I was like okay I started teaching and That was great, but then I was like, I have to start forming uh, some kind of a lesson plan or like a syllabus that is based on um, self-empowerment. Yeah, You know, and that, because then it really counts, then you feel it a little bit more, and so throughout high school, uh, I was pushing that narrative and trying to change it from, oh, you're just some dance teacher, to now, nah, I'm uh, a motivational mover, you know, and moving people through motivation. Um, The balance of those two worlds, like it's, it's possible it can correlate if you f- figure it out and so for me i was like okay let me sit back with that and it starts with what self which is what we we, we are going to talk about mostly today yeah um and it starts with you and then like i said what you reflect out people you know that'll make the difference in what they do yeah. and who they become and obviously what they how they gravitate to you so yeah
0: was there a time when you weren't happy with yourself and how you were like how you were treated oh, maybe in school
1: I would I would say my 20s were were rough because I I did a lot of just like I'm just moving just because this is what my life has become now. So this is just what I know. I'm content with that. That's the way that it should be. So I'm not I didn't I feel like now when I reflect back on it, I didn't love myself enough to love anybody else. Truly, you're just going with what, you know, because it's just the flow of things and it's like yeah, to the outside world, oh, you, you're being active and like, you're doing all this work and it's cool, but it's like, are you really enjoying it? Are you just doing it because like I said, it's just what you know and there's um, some attention that comes with it, so you kinda, you take that for what it is, maybe it gets to your, your head or your ego, but it's it's about sitting back and then really reflecting on what it does it mean to you and why do you do it in the first place, especially when you have so many people that invest in you, Yeah, you know, and especially when they're from your community. It's a little bit different, you know, I spent some time in LA, and that was cool, but the work that I do here is much more meaningful because I'm like, here in I'm, giving Milwaukee, it, yeah. Yeah, I'm giving it to the people that I know, uh, see me in a different light. They're from literally the same neighborhoods as me. Um, they understand how this world works here. Our world is different here in comparison to LA. So I was like, you, you can't have a, a carefree mindset. You gotta, you can be free, but care enough to create and build for people to be better, yeah. you know, overall. So. That's the bigger uh, vision that I've taken away from now, taking time off to really just look at myself and then now projecting that that uh, out to other people so they can do the same thing. So. Yeah. I've heard you talk a lot about realizing your greatness too. Like, you think
0: yeah. like everybody has their own greatness inside of mm-hmm. them. They just don't know what it is. So, yeah. I think a lot of us are kind of lost in figuring, I'm not great. Right, I'm just right. an average person. Right, right. So, what kind of, I mean, you're a motivational speaker as yeah. well. So, what do yeah. you say to somebody that's, that's down on themselves like that? Because a lot of us are, especially men, we're like, ah, I'm, I'm not good enough. I'm yeah. not great. I'm just good. I'm okay. Right.
1: Enough to get by. So, yeah. how do you realize that greatness that you have within yourself? I think it comes down to not worrying about the standards of the world and what everybody else is gonna think. It's easy because when you when you okay, so how do you measure greatness? It's usually a certain standard that we've all built up in our minds. Like if it looks a certain way, that's what it has to be. If it's not that then it's never that. And it's like, nah if it looks like a duck and it walks like a duck. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, okay, so the standard of basketball is probably Michael Jordan. You're sure. like, okay, you want to look like a champion, you wanna feel like one you wanna live that life, you probably gotta be in his shoes. But it's only one Mike, he moved out, he moved. That's his greatness. Scottie Pippen had his own greatness, he's not Mike. But sure. you know that that's greatness. Oh, yeah. He realized what he brought to the team. So it's understanding what you bring to the world team. Everybody has something that they bring, that they bring that's uh, effective and impactful. Whether you feel like it's big or small, it still means something. If you hear, always say you have a purpose. So now it's just realizing what do you bring to the table as far as the world table, and your table can be just your community. It could be your country. It could be the world, you know, depending on it. It's how you look at it. So it's not worrying about living up to something um, or trying to be more than what you are. I always tell people you don't have to aim for what you already are. I like that. When you realize that, then it's like, oh, I am great. I'm already great. Yep. I'm good enough as I am. And we do this comparison game all the time, how many times do we swipe? Oh, I could have a little bit more of this, or I should have that, or if I had a wife like that, or if I had a car like that, all these, you know, everything else that has nothing to do with necessarily just you, it's all usually material things, or like I said, these uh, standards that we put in place that for some reason have just stayed in place, and that's just the way it is. We are Um, our own worst critics, aren't we? It's crazy, it is the most insane, like me, I get on myself all the time, and most people might say, what are you talking about, like, You seem like life's great. You're moving, like you doing what you want to do. So why would you be hard on yourself? I'm like, no. I'm always like, I could be more. But then, but then, I'm quarantine happened, and it was a moment where it's like, you can only do what you can do. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good, bro, for what it is. Right. You can't complain about anything. No. The way that you're moving, the way that you create. Do you get to wake up every day and do what you love to do? Yep. Uh, Is it empowering other people to a certain extent? Yep. Um, and are you doing it in the city that you love? Yep. Yeah, you probably don't have anything to complain about. You that's really a, shouldn't. That's a hat trick of greatness right there, i ask it. me. Yeah, that, that is what, exactly, that is what greatness is. Yeah. And realizing it, you know, and, and not just, because for me, I, I take it as I have a responsibility. Like, I've, I grew up on the north side of Milwaukee, I've never seen anybody that looks like me doing what I'm doing in my city, in our city. So that means you should be doing this to the fullest and with no regrets and and capitalizing on every chance that you have to be great but also make everybody else around you great yeah and that's my day in and day out mission because i understand that like to be doing anything that i'm doing you're changing the narrative but that's what greatness looks like yeah you know so yeah and what do you, I, I, I'm kind of upset that we're on a podcast because I wish I could show you.
0: I'm sure that people can see you because you're always, you're always dressed very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure that's a projection of what you would like to, you already know. Of, of how you are. So how Absolutely. do you decide what you're wearing and is it all done with purpose and intent? Everything that you're wearing, are you showing a message? Are you giving, What what's What's behind that?
1: Man, I, I think, so we live in a visual world Yeah, and do. everybody, I Whether they know you or not, that's probably most nine times out of 10 is what they're probably gonna judge you by. Now it's not about anybody else, this is about self. Mm -hmm. So literally what we're talking about, it comes back to how do I feel, what do I feel like I am my best self in? For me, I was like a soup. So this stems from a comment that my mom made to me when I was like maybe like 10 or 11. I'll never forget this. She said, when you move out of my house and you go out into the world or you just leave my house, when I was in school at that time, yeah. You not only represent me, you represent our entire family. And I got a pretty big family, so it's in my pressure. mind, yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, if it's big, that means you got to go big yeah. every day. So when I was in LA, I. I was in the middle of like trying to figure out identity and who I was because out there either you are yourself or you're trying to be something that you're not because everybody's a lot of different things out there it's very obvious you got a lot of people that'll call you on it too oh and without if any hesitation being, if being fake they'll know yeah and so and, and that's because that's the place where it just you know yeah. you see it you know it, you can't deny it so I was wearing like ties and like uh, like jeans and like a blazer like I was doing like the European look yeah but then I was like nah if you going if you gonna come correct you gotta come all the way correct yeah so then that's what birthed the idea of like suits and and wearing full suits and uh, just being clean whether it's in auditions or whether it's just on a regular Tuesday 239 in the afternoon yeah um, no special occasion just because you never know um, and I live by this quote, that i just i believe in i've always believed in it since i've heard it is i don't want my best stress day to be in a casket i like that so that means until that day yeah now i don't know when that day is i gotta go big there's I no excuse whatsoever and i've joked with my family i said you're gonna have a hard time trying to figure out what to put me in in my casket i was gonna say because every pr- day pr- is what you is is going to be exactly what you see it coming correct clean Always. And, and also, it is a way of showing exactly who I am. And it's a conversation starter. So if somebody, well, what are you about? What do you do? Now I can speak my message and what I live by into other people. Um, and but think, it's not just for other people. You feel yeah, better right. personally. Right. You and feel better when you're dressed like this.
0: When exactly. you have on something
1: that expresses you and how you are. Yeah. Because you're being your true self. Yeah. And that's something that I want for everybody. Like the feeling of waking up every day. And I get to do what I love to do for the rest of my life. Getting paid is the bonus for it, but I was doing it before I was getting paid. So I would still do it that way. But you know, you gotta live, so I'll take it it for what it is. But yeah, I love what I do, and that's being able to feel empowered as a person, and then to instill that into other people is one of the coolest feelings in the world. Like I said, better than teaching a two-step, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because it's like now, if you feel better about yourself, I feel better about myself. Everything makes sense. Mm-hmm. What are we really stressing about? Why is anybody envious or jealous? If you ever, if everybody's vibing they they feeling good and everything makes sense, uh, with yourself and then you give that to somebody else, we all win. That, so, like that. I am like we all in this thing together, doesn't matter, you know, skin tone, background, uh, religious beliefs, gender, or anything you, that, no. Yeah, as long as you a good person and you vibing and you can and and uh, and uh you're doing the same thing with like bringing something, like I said, to, to the table, which is who you are and yeah. what you're doing and obviously embracing each other. I mean, we can't really ever lose in life. And yeah. I've, I've, that's something that I've I've realized in growing up in Milwaukee and then, you know, traveling, with playing music and, and doing shows and different stuff like that. It's like just being a solid person goes a long way. Just being a decent human being yeah. changes the narrative of so much, especially when I travel and people are like, where are you from? And I tell them, they're like, no, you're not from Milwaukee in their minds they see it as either this little violent city or they see it as much nothing that they know they know little to nothing about or it's like oh you grew up on the cornfields with like cows oh, and man. like all this and so i'm like i'm every time that i'm speaking to the whoever that it is i'm changing the narrative about leading with love and pushing positivity you know as a mentioned it's like oh okay so that's what milwaukee's about yep yep Absolutely. That and this starts with the presentation.
0: Did you at any point I'm gonna go a little deep here, did you ever go to a point when you were working on yourself
1: when you sought out therapy or anything like that or maybe a counselor? Come on. We go yeah, let's go there. Uh twenty nineteen. Thank you. Good. Is when I I dealt I first dived into that thing, the fall of twenty nineteen. Yeah? Yeah, fall of twenty nineteen. Um and it was one of those things where because I am the kind of person I am and I'm like I'm always positive, I don't need that. I'm upbeat, I'm good, I'm in such a space. My mindset is always on a high. Why would I need that? And little did I know, it's like, dude, we all have stuff to unpack. Mm -hmm. We all have something that we carry with us uh, that shouldn't be in our carry-on. We take these flights and we bring stuff with us that shouldn't be there, and sometimes we travel miles and miles or years with things, and it's like we never think about it because it's just not something that we tend to. And growing up, where I grew up, where it was predominantly black, and it's like, man, nothing's wrong with you. We don't talk about that. That's not that's not a thing in our culture, and we're it's, fine. It's hard for men and black men yeah, both yeah. to speak up and be like, "I need to go get help," right? Because it's a pride thing too for right. men and black men too. So and it, and uh, something that I learned you know uh, so much about in therapy was toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Sh- is oh, that's a sign of weakness if you say something's wrong with you. So you're supposed to hold it in. You can't speak on that as a as a man. You know, definitely being black as well, but just as a man, like, no, we don't do that because we're fine we just tough it out and i'm like no you gotta you gotta tap into that it's there and there's the signs are always there oh yeah we we, we just ignore them um and a lot of times it's for quite some time and then what happens is you keep brushing the all these different things under the rug, you keep walking in the house and you see it and that rug keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. After a while, your guest or whoever that comes by is like, so you're not gonna take care of that? You're What's not gonna th- clean under this rug, yeah, that's, gonna- I'm, oh, that's, oh, is that the aesthetic? Is that what, <laughs> I, nah, I, I, t- and I'm all about being styled and clean. I'm like, yeah, that's really not, I should probably clean that out. Yeah. And so when I jumped into it, it was just like a, it was like a, a reset. And for me, it was kind of like how quarantine was. I had to sit with myself. I had to really think about it um i had to lay it all out all on the table and look at it put all my chips in the middle and say okay i'm all in let me let me figure out what 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 i need to do to get myself mentally physically spiritually you know financially every everything back to square one because i was so like i said my 20s was a lot of just i'm just moving and there was no thought of stopping because you're like well you're doing something that was never thought of when i grew up art I was always told that's a bad investment. You're not gonna make any money. Um, that's not the move to make. Uh, dancing is not masculine, so why would you do that? And so now that I was in a position, and I am in a position to take care of my family and do what I wanna do and um, make a name for Milwaukee whenever I travel in and, and, and a positive light, I'm like, oh, I'm never gonna stop doing this. I'm gonna do this as much as I can. And like I said, therapy was the first step back uh, for me not setback because most people might say there's oh well that's down and something's wrong and I was like nope it was the perfect step back yeah. for me to get my 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 footing right and just to sit with myself and to get it right so I was already in this transitional space in my life 2019 before COVID hit mm-hmm. so when quarantine hit I was like okay now this is a reason for me to really sit with it because a lot of times I'm not gonna lie there's a part of me that was like I had a lot of work coming up in 2020 that I had lined up and I was like, oh, this is great. I'm just gonna go back to what I'm doing. And and then you know, I'll, I'll work on the therapy thing on the side. No, once you start that process, you have to really work and uh, indulge in it. Otherwise, you're never gonna be true to what you, you wanna be and get to where you wanna be. And so I had two, basically a year, I was six months ahead of time before quarantine to really sit with it and quarantine gave me all of the reasons to really say, yeah, now let's work on this thing. So whatever I do coming out of this, going into obviously 2021, now I can put all this work to, to into action. Um, I was in the locker room, you know, working on the drawing board or I had to go back to the drawing board to figure it out, yeah. figure out some new plays, you know, get the, a different setup, you know, maybe taste a little bit of different Gatorade or something, you know, oh yeah, before I get back out there in the game and, and, and get to – surf because that's what i see myself as is like i'm um, uh here to serve people you know and and have them see themselves in a the higher light you know yeah. than they ever have before and they continue to because it's it's an ongoing thing it's a working process in progress um and it never stops so you know yeah yeah so therapy's huge for me going back to the to- toxic masculinity
0: thing and kind of the the I guess you're into dancing now, which mm-hmm. that has been viewed as a feminine thing. That's women. <laughs> yeah. thing. Do you yeah. still encounter that? And how do you counter that when that still comes up or has it
1: kind of gone away since you're on a different level now? It's interesting how, uh, like I said, it's the visual world we live in, the perspective of how people look at it now in comparison to back then, it was frowned upon. It was like footloose. How dare right. you don't do that? And, but now it's like, Oh, what's well, everything. It's in the forefront. It's in movies, commercials, TV yeah. shows. Um, TikTok, you know, like all oh, this yeah. stuff. Like, it's, TikTok it's, changed the game. It is an sure. insane amount, right? Mm-hmm. So you got grandmas, you know, dancing the Cardi B and doing all this stuff. And yeah. it's like, oh, that's, that's, wow. She wants to move to that. That's correct. And, yeah. and to me, I sit back and I, for me, I always had this like Jimmy D cricket in my ear. Like you're fine. Yeah. Regardless of whatever they're saying, just stick to it, stay true to it and watch what'll happen. Let your conscience be your guide. Yep. And and man, how that turned and and worked in my favor, and because I, I if I look at a lot of kids I work with that are artistic, and most of them getting their heads about whether well, it's their parents telling them not to, it's their um, colleagues, you know, their classmates, whoever is telling them like, eh, you know, like right, I think you know. kids will be more embraced now, but like it's in a different way where when people are a little bit more like, don't do that, and it's like bullying, it's it is an all time high, but it's different because it's now social media and all mm-hmm. these different things. I look at those kids, I'm like, dude, that was you. I was literally you, and I know. It might sound to you like, you just saying that to make me feel great. I'm like, no, stick with it, because I'm a walking testament of what happens when you stay true to it. You will get there. The vision may seem blurry. The path may not be smooth. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, this uphill climb, it's going to be worth it when you get there. And so now a lot of people that told me not to do it back in the day see me like, oh, man, I'm so proud of you. I I, I like what you do. And I'm like, right? Most thank people you. like, when you tell those people off? I'm like, no. I tell them, thank you. Because that was they were they put it in perspective to say usually if that you had that many people probably telling you not to do something. There's there's this pushback. It's probably you, you moving towards something that's right for you because mm-hmm. it's not about anybody else. No. It's, it's about the vision that you see for yourself and what you want. And I always saw it. I felt it. I wasn't sure what it was going to be. I'd be lying. I, I mean, I'd be lying to you if I said yeah. I knew it was going to be this. Absolutely not. The idea of having your work seen inside of the the Pfizer forum in front of 17,500 people. I'm a Northside kid, like literally, Milwaukee through and through. I never thought that would happen. I remember sitting in the nosebleeds, watching Ray Allen score, and thinking like, one day, it'd be great to be on that floor. Yeah, with the crowd cheering for you. Yeah, you know, like, but that seems unrealistic. It's never been done. I've never seen a choreographer from the city of Milwaukee working here. with his work being seen on the floor. I've just never seen it. So for me, I'm like, to be in that position, man, the game can change at any, any given moment. I bet, you know, but you got to stick with it.
0: You were talking about something, you do something called boss mode talks on your, on your IG. Yeah. It's like, it's a mental health podcast is is essentially what it, what it looks like to me. And you talked about something called the slingshot Yeah, and how kind of taking a step back to propel yourself forward. Absolutely. And I really like that. Can you talk a little bit about how, what that is and how people can use that to kind of,
1: because sometimes we have to take steps back in order to move forward. I love that. It's always that way. Um, quarantine was was nothing but a slingshot Mm -hmm. like the whole uh i had had a complete year off so i'm going through all these emotions of like i don't know what's gonna happen well what is next do i dance again i felt like i was paralyzed because i was like i had no movement this is the first time so 2013 is when i went full-time as an artist Mm -hmm. maybe taking two or three days off other than that every few months every day you know what I mean like this is everyday thing I'm living this this is what I know this is all that I know because I I love it that much so to take have it be taken from me for a year oh my it's like taking off your arms man yeah I was like I don't I don't know I feel crippled I, I don't know what to do and I'm going crazy and I'm just like back and forth and I'm just unsure but I was like wait 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 you just charging up, bro. Like, this is you getting a better and clearer perspective on how you want to come out of this. So for every month that went by, that's another step. You know, every hour, that's another moment to think about how we're going to come out of this and then how much better I'm going to be, um, how more effective I'm going to be, how much more I'm going to empower people. Um, like, I never have before. I thought I did it before, but oh, no, I'm on it now. Yeah, It's a whole game changer. And so that whole year was me stepping back and then as soon as things slowly start opening back up, I was like, let's go. It's time. I think the the best way to look at it, because in the beginning of it, I was like, man, I just I can't wait for this comeback. I can't yeah. wait for this comeback. And I was like, no, no, no. You don't wait for it. You make it. You make it happen. There is no, I, I'm waiting on anything. If you're waiting on it, that could be forever. And so the slingshot mindset was um, most people are standing still and they're just waiting around. And I said, no, my comeback is... The more steps I take back, the more I'm preparing to launch myself. Yeah, and so that was the comeback is is the preparing of like strategically taking these small steps back, so then once everything opened back up, which it has for me now, now I'm just like I'm shooting and I'm I'm back into a full effect, but with a different and better and clearer perspective on. Who I want to be, what kind of work I want to do, and what kind of impact I want to make in the community, which is what um, I did at Dominican High School just recently. Yeah, with the show, this which is my fourth year of doing this show. Fourth year, yeah. Tell me about this. How do you work with these? Is it is boys and girls? Yeah, yeah, yes, okay. everybody. Now, now this this recent show was an all girls show. Yeah, so it was really a lot of women empowerment. Uh, I grew up in a household with women, so I'm I'm big on that, and I understand what a woman can bring to a tribe, mm-hmm. obviously to a community. Um, and the importance of having their voices be heard and having it be told, uh, in their own way, not me speaking for them. Uh-huh. Uh, we're talking about, you know, kids that will run the future. How old, no are they, how old are these girls now? This is high school. So we're talking 14 to 15. 18. Okay. Yeah. So that was cool. But yeah, so the show is called Elevation. Mm-hmm. It only made sense. Elevation three. Yeah. Elevation three. One. Yeah. Now I, uh, I, I, three is my number. So this year was very significant. And what the message was behind it was even more significant because of the space I was coming out of. Mm-hmm. The best way to describe the show is uh, obviously we focus on mental health and self care and individuality, um, equality, just all these different things. I think that we should talk about in the world. But we tell, well, like I said, but we're telling these stories through these kids voice. The kids see everything. It's not like when I was a kid where I didn't, I you know, I didn't have a cell phone. I'm not up to date with everything. No, they know everything. Yeah, they so do. if they have an opinion about it, if they speak on it. It's real Mm -hmm. to them because kids can care. I mean, a lot of times kids can care less about certain things. But when you talk about, say, it could be politics, it could be religion, it can be just about the world in general. Mm -hmm. If they're speaking on it, you probably should take it in. They're part of this whole thing, too. So let's not downplay their voice. Let's not disregard what they have to say. Oh, they're just kids. Nope. There's power in that. There is. And also, when I'm old and gray, I want them to be in the right mindset. I want them to take care of me the way I'm taking care of them now. Of course. It's a two-way street. So Temple of Growth was the name of the show. Yeah, Temple of
0: Growth. And what kind of change did you see in these girls? Because you started with them six, eight weeks ago when you started yeah, practicing, not, probably?
1: Yeah, not even because we had COVID, so we couldn't be right. in the building a lot of time, so yeah. our practices were short. And what kind of evol- – did you see them change? Like? Yeah, so you, you saw this, like – you saw – There was these different moments, I'm not gonna say just one moment, like a turning point, it was many turning points of like what this means to them just to create again too. So I had my year off from nothing, or like I had nothing for a year, but they also did too, they weren't even in school. So this is the first time interacting with each other, being able to be back in school, and to actually create again, so we're all in the same place. Yeah, Literally, it's not like, okay, I'm an adult, so I'm a different, no, we all had to sit still. So we're all coming at this as like a, we're all grateful to just be able to do anything. Mm-hmm. How many schools had things stripped from them? Sports, arts, you know, graduations, just, proms, yeah, everything. That all you that can. stuff. So if you get to do anything, you're not going to take that lightly at all. So there was a, this automatic appreciation for being in a space and for each other because we all are choosing to be there. Now, yeah, there's a lot of kids that still choose to be home or their parents don't want them to be out. But for those parents, too, I much respect to them for allowing them to have them come to me so that I can create with them what's important. And we were all talking about where we were mentally. Uh, I wrote that show last year in the middle of quarantine. And that show was a reflection of what I was going through. And I think a lot of people could relate to and what they feel. And like I said, looking at yourself in the mirror for quite some time, not just, oh, when I get up in the morning, brush my teeth, wash my face. No, really, what does it look like to look at yourself? What is that? What is What What works for you? What is not working for you? And then dissecting those things and really breaking it down to the T. And so we we talked about so many different things in the show um, about, like, not just swiping through life, like Tinder or choosing to love for all the right reasons and not just because it's just a thing that we do as a culture. Like, that that's an example of one. Or choosing to be yourself and not getting caught up in the system or just the standard of what we were talking about earlier about. my greatness is only this Mm -hmm. or it's it's not this because so-and-so said it wasn't nope it's yours you have to choose that for you and that comes down to you and i think that you know you can never have too many uh strong and like um powerful women in the world so to see that to see them embrace that and tell it through their like we're telling one whole story but they all had individual stories yeah and then to see each other compliment each other on what this person was going through and what their story said at this point of the show that's what it's all about, yeah. that, that um, having them be united um, and agree on that, which means that we're, we're moving towards something greater, uh, which is, for me, is always greatness. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I've, I've heard you've been called a master of dance and positive vibes, <laughs>
0: uh, master of movement, which you've called yourself. But what do you want your legacy to be? What do
1: you want to leave behind? What do you want people to remember you for? I was always the guy to stay true to his roots, no matter what. Mm -hmm. like I I, if you follow me on social media or if you know me I always say team 414 all day Mm -hmm. just like my motto is boss mode all day I'm always in the mindset of being a boss and being in control of my own destiny and I want people to know I was true to that but also more so true to what I came from and what it has meant to me you know and what it's what it means to be able to do what I'm doing where I'm doing it most people would say and I've heard this a lot you know over the years as I've like been in my career why are you still here why are you wasting your time? I'm like, so when when people say that to me, I'm like, so are you saying I'm too good for my own city? Because that's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna disagree with that. You're never too good for the place that built you, that made you, you know, that birthed you. Nah, like you need, and I'll speak for myself, I feel like you need different people like myself and whoever else that's creating the community to stay or just to be here, and be present. So that it shows the youth, it's okay to create still. You can build from the inside out. You don't have to go to the coast to be somebody. And you can be something in the city. Yeah, which plays back into what the standard is. You think that, okay, yes, Milwaukee's not LA, so you think, okay, since it's not that standard of that, then I can't be great. That's false. I'm showing you every single day that that narrative can change. You can literally do it from here in any way that you want to. Yeah, I've been able to... I've been blessed enough to yeah dance, of course, but to bring my message of positivity and like I say individuality and empowerment to every space I've ever created in that's rare i don't i've I've never really seen that like and then to make it not like, oh, I got to force it in there, and this is what because this is what I'm about, so I have to get this message across. It's like no, it just somehow naturally is able to flow, and I'm and people allow me to create that way mm-hmm. i that is the one of the biggest accomplishments I would say I've had in my life is being able to build people up through whatever I'm, whatever space I'm in. Yeah. Um, I can live with that. You know, that's, that is more important to me. Like I said, than a two step. Yeah, for sure. So what's the
0: last nice thing you did for yourself? I always ask everybody this mm -hmm. and people always stumble, stumble with it. People stumble with the question. They don't know how to answer it. Mm. What's the last nice thing you did just for you?
1: Therapy. Like choosing to do it because it wasn't I had a few people, you know, say, yeah, you should do this. And, you know, you have people on your back about it. But it's like you at the end of the day, you still got to choose to make that decision. You got to choose to get up and go there and sit in there and, and release, you know. And I was like, yeah, I I'm actually doing it. I'm not just putting it off or. Uh, saying yeah I'm going to do it and, I, and then I don't actually do it because we, we've all probably been in that space We've done all kicked before. the can down the road Yeah it's easy to do that and I was like nah the, the last realest thing or best thing you know that I've done for myself was say let's unload stop holding up this because what I learned and this is, this is one of the realest realizations I've ever had in my life especially in therapy but just in life in general was my greatest weapon which was positivity was my greatest downfall because I used it as a shield to yep. cover up all my insecurities, my fears, and what was really going on with me. Oh, Chris is the strong friend. We don't got to check on him. Those are the ones I got to worry about the most yep. sometimes. You think about Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. You know, people like
0: that brought so much joy to the world. I get it all the time. I'm a very upbeat person, yep. very happy person, very chill
1: person. Yep. A lot of people always check on me. Are you sure you're okay? Yep. Living all right with you? And you're like, yeah, yeah. What, what do you mean? Like, I, No, that's good. Mm-hmm. That someone still cares enough to say, I see through that. That I know that there's something else. But just in general, that's just, we're human. There's no possible way that you're always up. That's unrealistic. And for me, I was like, if I really want to connect to people, you have to be vulnerable. You Mm -hmm. have to be honest in that. Um, Because when it seems unrealistic, no one can really connect to that. Like, wait, he's just always positive. He has no down days. You know, like, we all have that. And it's like, when you, we all can come to that like mutual ground and realize that it's like okay then we can actually talk now Mm -hmm. instead of this person that has this shield like no i'm just positive you get there's nothing ever wrong with me it's like how can i how can i be real with this person it, when they're not being real with themselves, that they have downfalls too.
0: That's almost a phrase I hate, but toxic positivity. Yeah. Because then it's not allowing yourself even to feel the
1: bad. Yeah, right. Because you're
0: only feeling the good. Yeah. And you're not feeling the bad. You got to feel it all. You got to feel
1: all your emotions. It's everyone. What you, it's what you're brushing under the carpet, like we were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Um, especially if I'm going to do what I'm doing. Yeah. I could easily just be some dancer dude that, You teach classes, and that's you just straight to the point, right? Mm -hmm. But I I was like, nah, my what dance has brought now, and and this is the honest to God truth, and this is something I didn't realize until like the last two three years, is that dance and the art that I do and all that is just an extension of me. That's not my true calling. Inspiring people is. I like that. Uplifting people is. That's what I was supposed here to do. Like. Some people, like I said, they feel like their voices are, they might be, they feel like they're small. And some might feel like, yeah, mine's is big, you know, or some might feel like it doesn't matter. Some might feel like they do, but I was put well here to utilize my voice in a way to bring people through, nice. you know, get them through something to get them to something. That's what it, that's what it really is. Because I'm like, I see the difference in how someone feels when you're teaching them a routine in comparison to how you, how they feel when you're building them up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like night and day, it's two different things. Now, yeah, the routine may look great, but like I said, that's like for this moment, but how you feel and who you are as a person. How they feel when they leave that class. Yeah, you know, and I, I tell my, I stress to my students as I work in uh, at a couple of studios, obviously I teach in high schools, um, inner city, you know, and, and out on the outskirts as well. It's like, I'm not necessarily here to try and make you the best dancer in the world. I know you're here to take class, right? So you would think that, but I was like, but we can't dance forever. I can't dance forever. There's gonna be a day where I'm old and gray and I just I just ain't got it like Arthritis that no it's gonna kick in, the knees you are you're gonna give know, out. And it feels like that's now to a certain extent. But I, but what I can do is try to shape and mold who you are, how you feel as a person uh, mind-wise and in the heart. And when your mind and your heart is right, I think that'll lead to you being a great person forever because you can't be a great dancer forever, because like I said, it's gonna end one day, but who you are as a person, and you being a great person, that could be forever. That's more impactful to me. When you ask me about my legacy, I want that to shine through. To say, oh, like nah, he didn't do all that, but he was, he was a part of my journey. He made me really sit back and reflect on how I can better this thing, yeah. call life. How I can be better in this thing, called the world. Um, because it just, I don't know, it makes much more sense when everybody's upbeat. You know, either. I get it. will be we, that won't always be the case, but you can always try. You can always put the work in. You're never too good or too busy to not look out for the next person. Yeah. You know, me. That's why I choose to write every day on my social media, like wherever I post every day, something positive about self or just growth or just building with other people. That's five minutes out of my day. Five minutes out of twenty-four hours.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm never too good to not uplift somebody, or if. Our timelines are crazy, it's so much different stuff. If I'm the one person out of that day that was like, okay, he made me look at the world just a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. I can live with that. That's not asking too much, like, that's the bare minimum. Yeah. We should be doing that, you know what I mean? So, it's it's on us. I mean, we are what we make of it, and if we're not the ones supporting each other, who is? We're all we got. Yep, literally. Yep. Like, that's literally the case. It I don't is? know anything else. You you go to the grocery store and the produce is there. Who put it there? Somebody did that. Uh-huh. You need your car fixed on. You need the tires redone, whatever. Somebody else is doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, you got, I mean, it's all about investing uh, to other people that are able to do something that maybe you don't do or that can do something that can you know better you as a person so shoot we here together we might as well make it work i love it man yeah you're a force you're an energy i love you man you're a very cool dude (laughs) and i'm gonna put up
0: your socials down in the description of this podcast we'll link up with you and you know stay in touch with you and what you're doing next what is next
1: for you what are you doing next what's man so i am uh gearing up for summer summer's Uh always interesting i know it won't be what it was last summer because everything was shut down there was nothing happening. Um, but I, I'm I always hit the road hit the floor running with teaching a, a, so many different classes I'm at salute Society on uh, 2372 North MOK Drive that's my home base mm-hmm. and then I'm, I'm teaching at a few other spaces so I'll be offering kids classes I off, already offer adults now every Wednesday at salute. Uh, Pop dances for adults yep
0: my co-host Allie wants to do that okay yeah, <laughs> exactly. her out there. <laughs> yeah come see
1: me yeah man it's all and that's all about upliftment too it's, the, it's it's going back to the basics you yeah. know fundamentals are important i think with anything that you do in life sometimes you might reach a certain point in your career and you're so up there that you just like why would i need to go back to that no it's like it's important to go back to a base to have something that you can still connect to or just say this is where i started you know so that other people can build from that and so that class is all about um empowering other people to be more comfortable in their own skin mm-hmm. uh not necessarily like i said be trying to be the best answer is just i just want to feel good about myself yeah. on a wednesday night
0: in the Hell middle yeah. of the week
1: yep you know what i mean like I, most of the times who knows what you're going through but they call it they don't call it hump day for no reason so it's That's like right. wednesdays is when i'm there so i try to like get people through it, the, so they can get to their weekend maybe relax or whatever you got to get to or whatever you want to do it's true yes. you're starting a movement by using movement and i love that. yeah right right and that's the mm-hmm. most important thing so yeah the classes and um i have some other work that i'll be working with back in the theater world uh, as well that'll be this fall like september um it's like a hip-hop play right so okay it should be i'll make sure that i'll be posting about body on my socials um and all that kind of stuff so yeah check me out Keep us posted. I'd love to talk to yeah, you again, yeah, man. Man, we, or we or we'll talk. Good. We good, just good. didn't start it, so that's the, good. That's the best the Christopher part of Gilbert, man, I appreciate you coming on the
0: podcast today. Good, time, man. good luck to all you're doing, and keep doing what you're you doing, too, man. Thank you. I see. I told you. Good conversation. Super awesome dude, Christopher D'Angelo yeah. Gilbert. Find him on Instagram at bmadboss. B m a d b o s s. He's worth a follow. I promise you. Thanks again for checking out a Riggs Off the Radio podcast on Mental Health Monday. I'll talk to you next time. It is Mental Health Awareness Month, so remember, be kind to your mind, and we'll talk soon, all right? Enjoy the rest of your day, your afternoon, your weekend, your night, whatever it is you happen to be doing, and as always, make good life decisions.